Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. Well, hi again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Inside Curling, a special edition of Inside Curling with me, Jungle Jim Jerome, and our two World Curling Hall of Famers. Uh, They haven't been kicked out of the Hall of Fame yet. So behave yourself, Warren, okay? Don't wreck it, all right? This is a special show. It's uh, We're recording on Friday. Kevin's over in Sweden, of course, for the Women's Worlds. The round robin is all wrapped up, and the six teams have been decided and have qualified for the weekend. We're going to bring you up to speed on that, of course. You must be operating on fumes, Kev, are you? Because you asked me, what day is today, Jim? <laughs> yeah, what day is it? Exactly. Yeah. You, you don't want to ask a guy who's been over in Sweden through 52 time zones, who's been there for 10 days, should we bring up the topic of these events are too long? Should we do it now? <laughs> Thanks for accommodating. I was just telling these guys I got dinner with a senior citizen, 93 years old, and he invited me for the buffet down at the senior's home, and he was very strict. He said, Jim, be here at 520. Don't be late. I want to be first in line at the buffet. (laughs) We wanted to jump on here, of course, bring you up to date on everything over at the Worlds. Also, um, a Canadian mixed doubles is on this week in Sudbury, and uh, we're going to check in on that. Of course, uh, Olympic, okay? Olympics too, right, for the mixed doubles. Uh, So I know, Warren, last show you're going, I can't believe this isn't televised, but we'll get you an update. A couple of changes, a couple of announcements regarding uh, Kevin Cooey's team. And Jacques Gauthier's team, uh, so we'll bring you up to speed on that. They're newsworthy, for sure. And we're going to do our picks. I got a feeling, the way we did it last time, we might have nailed it. We might have nailed it, but... <laughs> not quite. Okay, not Close. quite. I know I did. <laughs> How could you miss? Yeah, exactly. So, Okay, Kev, we got the six final teams. Uh, bring us up to... What, what is it, they're midnight right now when we're doing this for you? Uh, uh, 11.30. Yeah, I was close to midnight. Had a three-game day today, so got out of the house about 6.30 this morning and just walked in the door. So it was a long one. Good God, man. Okay. But lots of good action going on. Some really good things today. Switzerland, of course, is just ridiculous. They're 12-0 and and curling great and going to be tough to beat. Norway, I don't, they haven't made the playoffs for a long time. uh, Something like 05, 2005 or something. And they're in the second spot. So that's great. But they're in the action. Sweden plays Italy. Japan plays Canada. Tomorrow morning here, uh, during the night in Canada, um, they'll play each other. The winners, we don't know who they play yet. Switzerland finished one. Norway finished two. Canada three. So if Canada wins, they play Norway. Swiss will get the highest seed, if that makes sense to you guys. We think. I think. I think. (laughs) Yeah, I got got different reports, of course, as well. Um, (laughs) Turkey. Turkey, my goodness, what a story they are. Absolutely incredible how how well they, they did. Um, Dijat uh, Yildez, the skip, is something else. They've owned this only the second Worlds. They don't have a whole lot of experience. 
But my goodness, mm-hmm. they're good, really good. They ended up six and six, just missing. I was just talking to the coach just a few minutes ago, Fata, and uh, he was so, oh, but Kevin, we, we were so close to making the playoffs. One more win. I said, yeah, you guys did awesome. Are you kidding? Six and six. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. USA were close at six and six. Um, but the big story, I think, other than Switzerland being so strong, is, is the team from uh, Turkey. It's actually not pronounced Turkey anymore. It's Turkey. But anyway, that, mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. And the games tomorrow should be great. Um, Stefania Constantini, who we've had on this show, is just put on a show as well. Just fantastic, the way she's playing. Uh, mm-hmm. They play Sweden, and watch out, Sweden's coming into their game. Japan would have been wonderful to play against a week ago because they were terrible early. They are really going good now. So Canada will certainly have their hands full against Japan. Yeah, um, some people who are maybe slightly on the outside but have been following women's curling, Kev, when they look at those standings, they go down the list of teams who didn't qualify, and you see Scotland, I think, at 3-9 and nine or something, or 3, whatever they did. Uh, I, amongst those other people, going, what, what happened to Scotland here? How come they're not in the fold? Where did Eve Muirhead go? <laughs> she retired. And, you know, and, and so they've got to figure right. out a way to, re, you know, to build a team that can replace because you know she was a special athlete. That's all, and you know she retired. So mm-hmm. you know they've got some work to do to fill those shoes, and uh, it's going to take some time. You know they got some young curlers, and right. and they did actually pretty good. Uh, they started out, you know, a bit of the deer in the headlights. You know they're young, and and uh, but they got better as the week went on. So Scotland will be okay. It's going to take some time on the women's side. Their men's side, of course, is deep, 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 which we'll see in Ottawa. Right on the women's side, they've got some work to do, but it's expected. When you've got a, a person like Eve for years and years and years, and all of a sudden she's gone, that's going to take some time to fill. The other team I, I meant to mention, Jimmy, and that's uh, Denmark, who struggled early. They were somebody that I really thought could make the playoffs, and they ended up beating Canada and Sweden today to end up going 5-7. and seven. But what a day. That's how good this team is from Denmark. They just struggled early and didn't make the playoffs, but the women's parity is phenomenal. In women's curling, almost every team could have made the playoffs in this entire field. It's it's really quite incredible. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you didn't know what was going to happen. Like, look at one time, like two days ago, that every team was alive, <laughs> almost. You know. Yeah. Anyway, Canada's in, baby. So we got a good weekend of curling coming up. Thanks for that, Kevin Warren. You've been watching it on television. Let's uh, get your take on things. And also, you giggled there. I heard when we were talking about the playoff format. <laughs> People are going to think we're fooling with them every show. We're going, well, we're not sure. We're not sure. We're not, we're not sure what's happening with playoffs. You, you, you jumped on Facebook. Tell us about all that, Warren. Well, I've been a uh, social media warrior here for the last couple of days, so there's, there's been lots going on. But uh, looking at the thing last night, I thought, you know, we go through seven days, 12 games, and that team from Switzerland wins 12 games over seven days, and now they're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yes, they go into position one, but when they finally go on the ice again, they will be playing a team with five losses. And it's a sudden death game. If they lose that game, it's uh, thanks for coming. And uh, you're going into a bronze medal game. And if you don't win that, there's no medal after winning 12 in a row. And so I'm going to go like, this whole thing isn't isn't right. It should be a page. They should at least mm-hmm. have a breather at the end there. So I put a little thing up on, uh, on our Facebook group and said, you know, I don't think that this is kind of fair the way it's been put up. And the response was quite interesting. It was pretty diverse. Uh, lots of people agreed, lots didn't. They feel, well, that's the way it is today in sports. Uh, 
many times in the pro sports, uh, the team from 16th place is against the team in first place uh, in the playoff. And so I look at this two ways. First of all, this isn't a pro sport. No one is making money of it. Most of those big sports, they put in all those extra games and all those playoffs because of one thing, there's money attached to it. So there's, there's no money attached here. Um, and after going through seven days, 12 grueling games and coming out 12 and 0, and actually what we're saying, it doesn't mean any more than if you went seven and five to a very large degree. So the whole thing is too long, just like the Scotties and the Briar. And so I came to a conclusion after that uh, go around last evening, if the preliminaries are not going to mean that much in many people's minds, then why don't we cut the event down? Make it five days. Run a playoff system similar to what's done in the Grand Slam events, where we can start on Tuesday and be all done on Sunday. And uh, we're, we're not having to go through this marathon. If, if these 12 wins don't mean that much to many people anyway, then maybe it's time to look at doing things differently. Another big room discussion from my point of view. The other thing I want to mention, there's been a lot of chatter today too about the, the Anderson team and why aren't they doing well on this and that and the other thing. And I, I have to also suggest that people need to remember the world has changed and it's changed in a whole pile of ways. We put our team through a meat grinder playoff with that Scotties only about two weeks before they go to the Worlds where they go through another meat grinder. There was a time when they'd go through the Scotties. It probably wasn't as tough as it is today. They'd go into the Worlds. They Maybe if there was 10 teams there at that time, they knew pretty well that there's probably going to have seven wins and three teams they really need to be concerned about. Versus today, they just came through an event where they were concerned about every game, and now they had to go into it just two short weeks later. And I think we've got to remember that they're probably pretty burnt out. And you compare that to Terenzoni. What's she been doing for the last two months? Preparing for the Worlds. So there's quite a difference. Your thoughts, Kevin? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. What I see out there, it's funny, you know, I, I, I never even thought of that, looking at it like that, Warren. Um, but watching the teams, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, the curling has just been fantastic. But watching the, the off-ice, you know, you, you'll watch Italy, and they're, they're running around and doing all kinds of stuff, full of energy, a bunch of kids, and having fun. And, and Switzerland, of course, how, how can't you have fun? You don't lose any games. But they're having a blast. It seems that the Canadian team are a little tight. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're ramped up. And rightfully so, because, you know, this team, this is their you know, third try at the Worlds. Uh, they medaled last time. They really want to get to the top of the podium. I, I, more, well, more than most people, I totally understand. But, you know, it just seems like, to your point, maybe fatigue is a thing. You know, I, I don't know. Um, but they're doing okay. Like, you know, Kerry's actually been, been playing pretty good, I think. So yep. Brianne's been unbelievable being due sometime in early June, I think. Um, Brianne Harris is remarkable. She's shooting such high numbers. So I think they have a really good shot of winning, actually. I still think they have a, have a good shot. But I, I do believe that fatigue is a thing. Like, it was only a little while ago and we are way over in Sweden. Now, that might make a difference if it was being played in Winnipeg, you know, or something. But when you've got to travel this far and, and bring the family and it's a lot of stress. It's every game, every shot, and uh, there isn't much opportunity to relax. I think everybody has to remember that that's one of the proven best curling teams in the world, and uh, they've had to struggle. I mean, they've they've won games and they've lost games uh, by a fraction, and uh, that's what's going to happen in the kind of competition they're, they're in, and uh, I think not being able to prepare maybe in the way that they would like to for that kind of a competition has maybe hurt them anyway. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt traveling halfway around the globe, man, is a disadvantage for sure. But adrenaline, adrenaline will kick in. They got in the playoffs. You got to believe. Uh, Warren, we did some picks. 
uh, the way we did it is we, we teamed up and we said, okay, we'll each pick two teams to predict who's going to be the final six. How'd we do, Warren? Well, Jim, you picked Switzerland and Canada. So two, <laughs> two check marks for you. Warren picked Italy and Korea. One check mark for him. And Kevin picked Norway and Sweden. So we are five out of six. That's pretty good. Yeah, good. We missed Japan, right? Japan, yeah. Ah, yeah, but they weren't doing well at that time. But the real Japan are back. Talking about traveling. I mean, they they would have to go a long way too. Just to recap, I went 2-0. and oh. Anyway, next topic. Um, the mixed doubles <laughs> is on in Sudbury. Uh, Warren, what's going on there? Well, as we talked about on the last show, there's 32 teams playing for the Canadian Mixed Doubles Championship. They're playing in four pools, eight teams in each pool, where they're playing a seven-game round robin, and that will finish later today. Uh, the winner of each section will advance to the final playoffs, while the next eight teams with the best records overall will advance to a sudden-death playoff to join the four top teams for another sudden-death playoff to determine the Canadian champion. So as we sit here today, with most of these uh, teams having one game left, in Pool A, the leader is Gallant Peterman at 6-0, and and interesting right behind them at 5-1 and is Tardy Holman. In mm. Pool B, Kurt Stewart are at 6-0, and Kriviatsek and Mathers at 5-1. and In Pool C, Walker Myers are at 6-0, and and St. George and Esselin are at 6-0. and And in Pool D, Jones and Lang are 6-0, and Lot Lot are 5-1, and and the other team that's really in the heat of things in that pool is Weagle Epping, also at 5-1. and I, I didn't mention any of the other teams that are at 4-2 and two because there were just too many of them. Those are the leaders at the moment, and uh, probably... All of us six and O's, except the one in Pool C, where the Walker Myers and Saint George Asselin are both a six and O. The other one should be through to the final playoff. So that'll be concluding this weekend. Uh, there is no linear television in this event. It's all on Curling Canada's streaming channel. Right on. Uh, good update. I'll go with Holman and uh, who is it? Tardy. Tardy. Is that partner? Yeah, that's my yeah. Pick. That's that's a good team. I mean, Gallant Peterman. It's hard to argue with them. They're they're. Canadian champions before in this, uh, they're very experienced. Walker Myers, that's another good team, as, as Jones and Lang. So I think it'll be quite a battle to see who comes out of that in the end. Kev, your son is uh, playing lead for Team Cooey, but they're mixing it up here. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I, I saw on Twitter today. <laughs> You're that close to your son, are you? <laughs> you guys get along that well, do you? Yeah. I knew some stuff was happening. I didn't get the update totally, but Brad, that was his decision. Brad, Brad Thiessen, and, uh, you know, to spend some more time at home with the, with the family. And that's all good. You know, that's, that's important. And then, of course, when that happens, you know, what are you going to do? And um, uh, Jacques Gauthier is, uh, I think, a pretty darn good choice to bring in. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know who's going to throw third because they're both really good, Gauthier and Tardy. Um, one will throw third, one will throw second. I don't know which. And uh, I think it's a heck of a good thing for, I know like Kevin will enjoy it. Having two really, really good young players might drive him a little crazy once in a while because they're so young. But I think overall, it's uh, certainly going to be good for the kids. Not a lot different than Jennifer Jones skipping her kids that right. she's got on on her team. And I think it just does great things for these young athletes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see the benefits in years to come. So the other question is, which one of those two are going to, quote, move to Alberta? Actually, Tyler Tardy's already building a house in Calgary. Is he? Okay, so he's already there. So he's already an Albertan. I shouldn't speak out of school, but I think it's done. That's a commitment. Yeah, building a house. Uh, We've got to make some selections for gold, silver, and bronze. Yes, we do. 
We should leave Switzerland out of this. They're so good. But. You know, Switzerland, that's a funny thing. You know, I've got a funny feeling <laughs> that, that, they, that they aren't going to oh, make no. it. I mean, I'm thinking on just the enormous pressure they're going to be under in that game, having won 12 in a row and knowing they have no hiccup here. But I mean, I hope for their sake that they do because it would just be really too bad to to go twelve and zero and then uh, come up with a goose egg. So okay, I'll pick Switzerland. <laughs> I'm I pick in Switzerland to win the whole thing. And who are you picking for silver and bronze? Well, Canada, Canada will win the silver. Sweden will win the bronze. Okay, Kevin, uh, I am going to go with Canada to win it all. They are hungry. They want it really, 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 really bad. And I don't blame them. They've been knocking at the door. So Canada, and in the semi, they would play Norway. So they're going to beat them out. Norway will, I I like Norway's chances of a bronze. And I've got to go with Switzerland losing the final to Canada. So Canada, Switzerland, Norway. So we're going to go in three separate directions here. Um, I'm going to go with the Swiss. I can't see them. Probably not winning whoever it is they're against because they're Elena Pets playing so well. I mean, it's interesting. Another thing I should have mentioned is the percentages, and uh, they played twelve games, and their overall team average was eighty-four point eight. And in most of those games, Elena Pets was in the nineties. Elena Pets came in third place, Warren, in the overall percentages. Oh, did she? The only two people that beat her were two leads. Really? It's un- unreal. So unless something really happens to her going into that final game. I, I just can't see them uh, not winning. So I'm going... Warren, you're sounding like me when I didn't pick uh, Gushu to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminating the Swiss. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the Swiss to win. I'm going to go with uh, Anderson, uh, Anderson a second because I'm like Kevin. I'm, I'm th- I think they will make it there because they're, they're really hungry and I think they're going to pull it together and they're going to be very close. And I also agree that Norway, uh, Skaskalian, is going to uh, pull them through when they'll win the bronze medal. She's a very good player. I mean, I, I'm sitting there today watching her play, and I'm thinking, you know what? If she was in Canada, there's one of the best mixed doubles players in the world. If she was in Canada, she wouldn't be able to play in the Canadian mixed doubles championship. Uh, Crazy. Goofy. Uh, so there we go. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, another special episode. We do a bunch of these during the year, of course, when all the events are on. Uh, Kev, you hang in there. A uh, great weekend of curling coming up. We want to thank all of our sponsors uh, who bring you each and every show, including this one. Thank you to Sports Interact. Go lay a bet. Go look online. See what you can uh, see if you can place a bet on the curling this weekend. Uh, Sports Interaction, Coyote Tractor, Goldline, and Nestle Boost, who bring you each and every show. InsideCurling at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, also, check out the Facebook. Uh, Warren is very active on there, and you can rile him up. <laughs> okay give warren a little shot say uh, you know all you got to do kev is go dear warren i disagree with what you're saying boom you're gonna get a response <laughs> no that's not true jim i mean that whole thing discussion yesterday uh there's two positions to it and I, i'm coming out of it saying well maybe the answer to this whole thing is to change the playoff thing completely and go away from these long grueling round robins maybe that's the answer see i told you i, I said see you you knew you knew it all along jim yeah i knew it all along thanks a lot to rod paulson uh, his company in-house strategies uh, who looks after all the stuff on Facebook. Uh, Kevin, you lie down and get a nap, okay? Sleeping Beauty, and uh, everybody enjoy the curling, and we'll talk to everybody uh, next week with another episode of Inside Curling. I'm going for the buffet, boys. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll have to check. I'm getting that old. I may have to check it out and see what the yeah. cost is. <laughs> Be careful we don't lock you in. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, boys. Uh, see you, Kevin. See you at work. Yeah. Hey, th- thanks a lot, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim.